Welcome to Rag Bag. My name's Frank Burton. I'm back on track this time, guys. If you heard the last episode, um, yeah, I was a little angry. And I apologise for some of the things that were said. Not all of them, mind you. Some of them. And I do owe you a few words of explanation, which are coming right up. And in the words of my good friend, Sycamore Steve, the first rule of Corrugated Metal Club is you do not talk about Corrugated Metal Club. I know he's got that from somewhere. I do know that. I just can't be bothered to ask him where that place is. So forgive me if I'm unaware of my own cultural reference there. But... This explanation of mine requires me to break this fundamental rule. Sorry, Steve. Sorry, gang. I owe this explanation to the ragbag listeners, the majority of whom I suspect have only a passing interest in corrugated metal. Now, if there are any purists out there who would prefer to respect the clandestine nature of the club, either don't listen to the talking bits in today's episode, or what I think is uh, practically much easier, listen to the talking bits and then forget that you heard them. Now, it all started shortly after the club was founded. It was just myself and Steve in the first instance, meeting informally to admire each other's collections. Within a week, five other enthusiasts had been in touch asking if they could join. And so, while we were scouting the local area for a suitable venue for our weekly meetings, we set up a WhatsApp group for sharing discussion points and pictures of corrugated metal, etc., as well as being a convenient means of administrating the group, setting times, dates, and members' fees, and so on. After a few days of instant messaging with several entertaining tangents, I noticed an eighth number had been added to the group. There was myself, Sycamore Steve, the five others whose names I won't mention, and another number, someone who used a stuffed zebra toy as his profile picture and called himself Ali. I don't know how long Ali had been a member of the WhatsApp group, but he'd never actually contributed anything message-wise. I had no objection to him being part of the group, but it kind of bothered me that I didn't know who he was. 
So who was he? All will be revealed shortly.
Right, what was I talking about? The Corrugated Metal Club WhatsApp group had a mysterious eighth member. I didn't know who he was, he called himself Ali. I didn't really want to send him a direct message asking him for identification of some kind because it seemed a little rude. I caught up with Sycamore Steve offline and asked him if he knew who Ali was. He said, who? I pulled out my phone and highlighted the names that were included in the group chat. Ali, said Steve. No, haven't got a clue. I mean, he's welcome to join the club. It'd be good to diversify. Die what, I said. It may have escaped your attention, said Steve, but so far we're all white males approaching middle age. Ali is either an Allison or he's an Asian male. And while I have no objection to homogeneity in principle, um, I see your point, I said. We had our official first meeting the following week. I sent a message out to the group. Wednesday 7.30 at the address below. Let me know if you can make it. Everyone replied, apart from our elusive eighth member. So a couple of days later, I added an extra message. Ali, you coming? The reply pinged straight back. Yep. A person of few words, clearly. Wednesday night in a church hall in South Manchester, seven white males gathered together to talk about their enthusiasm for corrugated metal. No sign of Ali thus far. Much of the conversation was focused on our analysis of a large strip of roofing which Sycamore Steve had brought along with him, having recently picked it up from a scrap dealer. It also turned out that one of our members was from an engineering background and held a huge amount of information about the galvanization and corrugation process, so a large chunk of the meeting was taken up by a short lecture from him. Halfway through this lecture, the door behind my head creaked open and I turned to see our mysterious eighth member stumble into the room. Uh, sorry I'm late, he said timidly. That's okay, said Sycamore Steve. You seem disappointed to see me, he said. Steve, unfortunately, has a habit of saying what's on his mind regardless of how insensitive his words may be, which explains his response. I'm not disappointed that you're here. I'm disappointed that you're white. Luckily, the group, Ali included, took this as a joke. Ali explained through his nervous chuckle that Ali was short for Alistair. He took a seat and the guys introduced themselves.
Yeah, but what happened next? Yeah? We'll find out after this next song. We concluded the meeting in good spirits. Already we'd built up a good rapport. Ali, however, still seemed a little uncomfortable. Not a big fan of eye contact. He spent most of his time looking directly at the floor. As the club's co-founder, it bothered me that one of our members was feeling ill at ease, although I wasn't sure what to do about it. Addressing the issue head-on would have made him even more uncomfortable. I became distracted by trying to analyse his body language. After watching him for a while, it became clear to me that Ali had no real problem with eye contact at all. He was looking at the other members of the group just fine. Apparently, it was me he didn't feel comfortable looking directly at. In fact, he neither looked at or spoke directly to me until the last possible moment. But what he said was highly significant. The meeting was over, everyone was packing up or heading off. Ali got to his feet and looked right at me. 
he gestured to the section of rusted roofing that was leaning against the wall and, well, let me explain to you what he said. It wasn't just an in-joke. It was the ultimate in-joke. Earlier that week, someone had shared a Wikipedia link to the WhatsApp group about the inventor of corrugated galvanised iron, Henry Robinson Palmer. And what Ali said, pointing to that strip of corrugated metal, I do wonder what Henry Robinson Palmer would have made of this. And of course, regular listeners will recognise that as a variation on my catchphrase. You listen to the podcast, I said. Of course, he said, seeming almost offended. How else could I have heard about the Corrugated Metal Club in the first place? What I could have said was, actually, the other members of the group were word-of-mouth contacts Steve had picked up from a local area. I'm not sure if any of them are actually aware that Ragbag exists, which is why that was such a niche joke. But I didn't say that, because something else was bothering me now. As I say, everyone else hailed from the Manchester area, but judging by his accent, this man didn't. Where are you from? I said, trying to sound casual. And he said, Exeter. But where do you live now? I said. Exeter, he said. But that's the far end of the country, I said. Why do you think I was late? He said with a strange smile. You must really be interested in corrugated metal. Of course, he said. You could say I have a thing about it. I pretended not to notice he was quoting from the show again. So, how are you getting here? Surely you're you're not driving back home now, are you? It'll take you all night. Oh, I don't drive, he said. I took the train up. I had a hotel for the night, booked tomorrow off work and everything. Just so you could come here? He nodded. You obviously won't be able to do that every week. I know, he said. I'm sure there's a similar club or something local to yourself, isn't there? I want to come to this one, he said.
Hi, I'm Holly. And I'm Gemma. And together we are the co-hosts of the podcast Witch Murderer. Each week we discuss two murders and we try and focus more on the victim's perspective. And then we have ourselves a little debate at the end about which murderer we would want to kill us if we had to choose. If we had to choose. It's a game of which would you rather. Exactly. 
And if you fancy playing that along with us, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. Uh, you can also listen to us on Audioboom and our website, witchmurderer.com. And you can always get in contact with us at Twitter and Instagram at witchmurderer and also witchmurderer at gmail.com. So hopefully you'll be listening to us soon. Bye. Goodbye. Hello, this is Full Starts Podcast. And we talk about those films that set themselves up for a sequel that never came. Here's an episode condensed into 60 seconds. Please to be enjoy. What's our, what's our poisons then? You get what you're given. That's some foul stuff. Does this film confirm the existence of God? Dum 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 dum. Oh such God. a look of confusion on my face here. Yeah, can, can we do a quick mini review of, of 4DX? <laughs> it was so uncomfortable, I had to go sit on the stairs because it was just more enjoyable. And he looks, he looks at the naked lady in front of him and immediately 150 pressurised egg whites shoots all over him. <laughs> Come on, egg white. But, what, but what was the point in even, even including it? To calm his nerves. They were probably we just don't placebos. need him to calm his... Why he did. Have, yes, we did. Why don't you have him shoot. be calm? <laughs> just cut the scene. The film is two hours long! <laughs> Just cut the scene! So this, was, this was a manic time. Yes, this was another bit. This is insanity. <laughs> what happened to us? <laughs> I guess we'll wrap things up. You can find us wherever you find your podcasts. Just type Full Starts Pod in. Mm, full Starts Pod in. <laughs> <laughs> the best kind of pod in. That's pretty much how the shows go. We'll just use that. <laughs> Trying to forget the taste of cigarettes that you left on my tongue from the passion in your breath. Cigar chomp on my steps to ease out of this regret. But the flavor that is said is what I'm trying to forget. It's your nose, it's your neck, what stayed and what's left. Watch your chest rise slow with each breath. Climax and let it rest, fall back into our best. Obsessed on the sex, let it glow, watch it set. Let it glow, let it test, watch me flow. Count my breath, spice to the breast, stretch best on peaceful protest. Stand the lines, line in a muzzle, housing shells that are undressed. For flower children are dying on a bed made in jest. For feathers to the neck, cowards tickled as they're blessed. And if I knew of tech nines, and I'd be swinging out the tech. Talk of Henny, talk of Blet, but the culture's not my debt. And it's embarrassing to touch and work without trace of my sweat. Call me petty. On my theft, on me calling petty theft And I can touch the hands of death Or writing rows of sunny sets I'm close to what is mine, not a factory preset No claims to perfection, but what I offer is my best And I say Where were we? I was talking to this guy, corrugated metal club he lives such a long way away and I'm talking to him about a distance and suddenly he says you know I think I'm just gonna move up here the company I work for has offices in Salford so a transfer should be easy enough really? you're gonna uproot yourself and move three or four hundred miles north just to hang around with no offence lads this bunch of weirdos. I'll see you next week, said Ali, and left. And there was something about the way he said it that made me weak in the knees. I had to sit down. You okay? Someone said. I looked up at the entirely unfreaks out faces 
of my fellow club members. Doesn't anyone else think that was a tiny little bit out of the ordinary? He's an enthusiast, says Steve. That's what enthusiasts are like. You know, I used to run, and he lowered his voice. I used to run this button club, right? Buttons, I said. You're a dark horse. Yeah, buttons, big time. And my point is, people used to travel from miles around just to talk about buttons. This guy loves corrugated metal, like those people love buttons. I hate to say it, I said, but I have a feeling he's not here for the metal. What do you mean? I don't know, I said. Maybe I'm just being paranoid. Paranoid or not, my suspicions didn't disappear. In fact, it got to a point where I was waking up in the night with a flashback to those passing words from our newfound friend. I'll see you next week. Why did he say it like that? What was going to happen next week? Call me a wuss. But I wasn't up for finding out. I deleted Ali from the WhatsApp group. I sent a message to the guys. Listen everyone, for personal reasons, I've taken the executive decision of removing Ali from the group. Please do me a favor and don't contact him. I'm arranging for an alternative meeting place for Wednesday. Details on the way. I think the guys were a little bewildered by my behavior, but seemed happy to trust my judgment. The following week's meeting was in a different church hall, in a different part of town. But it felt very much like business as usual. Just a bunch of guys relaxing together, discussing a shared interest. What could be better than that? I felt a tiny bit guilty that I'd effectively double-crossed what could have been a perfectly innocent corrugated metal enthusiast who may have already taken steps to move to the opposite end of the country and most likely booked his travel and hotel for the night only to be outright rejected by a group of men he'd assumed were kindred spirits. I felt that way until 10 minutes into the meeting when the door behind my head creaks open. Sorry I'm late, said an all too familiar voice again. I jumped on my feet and span round to face him in one elaborate dance step. You're joking, aren't you? Ali's apologetic smile dropped off. How do you mean? I turned to the group. Who told him? Didn't I tell you not to tell him? What's the first rule of this club anyway? You do not talk about corrugated metal club. We didn't, said Steve. What does it matter anyway? He's here now, let the man sit down. He's had a long way to travel. Ali took a seat, directly opposite me. Actually, he said, I didn't have far to travel at all. I've moved already. Got myself a nice little place in Trafford. Good for you, some traitor piped up. It isn't good for him, I said. It isn't good for anyone. How did you know we were here? 
I've gone out of my way to make this a secret location. Oh, said Ali. Oh, I said, that's all you got to say for yourself. Well, he said. Well, okay. Any advance on O oh and well? I hacked into your phone, he said, if you must know. Sounds bad when you say it out loud, but actually, I thought you might be impressed, you know. No, I said, I don't know, enlighten me. Well, how do you think I got into your stupid WhatsApp group in the first place? Whoa, Sycamore Steve cut in, that is not a stupid WhatsApp group. Sorry, Steve, said Ali. Let's just call it the WhatsApp group. Okay, let's do that. Look, I said, just what are you doing here? It's simple, really, said Ali. I'm not really interested in corrugated metal. I told you, didn't I? I said. Sorry, carry on. I came here to see you, Frank. Why? I'm interested in you. Some people collect stamps, you could say. That's their thing. Some people like corrugated metal. That's their thing. I, too, have a thing. My thing is you. Why? I don't know, he said. I find you interesting. I like the fact that you think you're the smartest guy in the room. That's why I took such pleasure in invading your phone like that. I thought you'd be impressed by the fact that I'd outsmarted you. Although I can tell by the look on your face, impressed isn't necessarily your primary emotion right now. But I'd like to think impressed is in there somewhere, among all the other confusing mix of emotions I'd imagine. Uh, well, just one more question, really, before I ask you to leave. What's your name? You know my name, he said. Yes, it's Ali, as you've said, Alistair. What's your surname? You know my surname. What? said Steve, his eyes doing ping pong between my face and Alistair's. You two know each other. Uh, well... You could say that, I said. Shout out to Alistair Tracy, a listener who claims to be my brother, from another mother no less. Alistair Tracy's been in touch again. He's the one who made that uh, brother from another mother comment. You can get stuffed as well, mate. Right, Alistair Tracy has sent me an email. The subject header is all in block capitals. It says, please do not delete. Um, <laughs> whoops. Alistair Tracy has been in touch to say, I like corrugated metal. Nice try. I thought I blocked you, didn't I? You're not joining mine and Sycamore Steve's corrugated metal club, right? Alistair Tracy. Alistair Tracy. Right, Alistair Tracy. Alistair Tracy. You can get stuffed as well, mate. Thought I blocked you, didn't I? Alistair Tracy has been in touch to say, I've been outright rejected by this man on a number of occasions. He deletes my emails. He's blocked me on social media and he publicly humiliates me on his podcast. On his what? He publicly humiliates me on his podcast. Publicly humiliates me on his podcast. On his podcast. Podcast. Alistair Tracy. Alistair Tracy. Well, 
Looks like we'll have to leave it there for this time. Join us next time for What Happens at Corrugated Metal Club Part 2. Yeah. Unfortunately, because this is real life, the story doesn't just end, you know, and it didn't end there. More things happened, I'm afraid to say. It's not good, but you really do need to hear it. So please do tell your friends and family and neighbours and uh, all of that sort of thing. Spread the word. Frankburton.co.uk is where you'll find all the details of the music played on this amazing show. Ciao.